Hey guys, welcome to episode number 10 of the Mimi B Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and you're listening to the Mimi B Magazine podcast, a lifestyle podcast all on health, relationships, sex, career, and self-development. This podcast is designed to entertain, inspire, and to motivate you to become the best version of yourself possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey guys, so today I have a very, very, very special guest on. She's from Australia. Her name is Ruth, and she's actually the one who really inspired me to start going keto. I found her YouTube channel, uh, you know, maybe like six months ago, and when I was like researching a higher fat diet, and all of her videos were so informative, and I just grew this like massive girl crush on her, and today (laughs) she is on my podcast. So welcome, Ruth. Hello. So nice to be on here. I haven't done a podcast before, so this is amazing. Yeah, you're going to be so good at it because your videos are just like so informative. I think um, really good you just talking. know so much. Yeah, you're really good at talking. <laughs> Not really. Amazing. So do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, how you got into eating a higher fat diet, like your transformation? Yeah, okay. So I like I've obviously been – quite into health and fitness my whole life. I'm a registered nurse um, and now I am studying to be a nutritionist. But I was living in Italy last year and I remember having a conversation with a couple of my colleagues and we were discussing um, how weight, uh, how like um, it was around the UFC time and how uh, boxers get down. They do their weight cutting with the keto diet. And obviously like I wasn't too interested on the weight loss side of things. But then obviously um, conversation came up about the ketogenic diet and the benefits of it. And what really interests me was the um, mental and physical benefits, like the performance benefits of the diet. And at the time I was already like living a low carb lifestyle, but I was also your classic I was always like calorie restricting, overtraining and like had all the energy droops and all those like nasty like binge eating episodes that just like most girls go through, yeah, exactly, for sure. Exactly. And you could just never find that balance. Like I'd slave away at the gym and I just never had those results, like nothing to prove for it. Um and I kind of when I started the keto diet with the intention of gaining um, the mental and physical performance benefits, the weight started falling off as well. Um, And I don't know, it was just like one benefit after the other. And to be completely honest, I kind of just realized the benefits as I went and I was researching as I went and like learning more and more about um, the diets, the diet as I went, like, yeah. I don't know. It was it just kind of. Um, so you found it through a friend, and you just like tried it for yourself, and you were just like, "Oh my god, I am so obsessed with this because I feel incredible." Yeah. Well, so so I was having this conversation with these guys, and one of the guys he was overweight. He lived like a little bit of an an unhealthy um lifestyle, and he he was doing it for weight loss. And I remember Chris and I, who was my boyfriend at the time, um, we were like, we're going to give it a go as well. Like, we'll just see if we can do it kind of thing. And it was going to be like a week by week thing. Like, we'll just see how we go. Like, do it for as long as we can. If 
it doesn't work for us, it doesn't work for us. And probably within a week, I literally had this buzz about me. Like I was just hooked. Like um, I like no that, that bit of sugar weight as well. So like muscle tone was coming through. Um, it was just like the mental and physical performance boost just like was amazing. Um, and what from what started as an experiment, um, like it just – I don't know. Turned like, into a life child, a yeah. lifestyle change. Exactly, exactly. Um, and yeah, my mind was clear. My skin was amazing. Um, I was having the best night's sleeps. I had this like new energy. My appetite was suppressed, which meant like I wasn't constantly thinking about food anymore. I wasn't plotting my next meal. Like it just, and I think the best thing that came from it was just this like, confidence like I just radiated confidence and I was able to put my energy and my thoughts towards bigger and better things like I established a purpose I guess you could say oh my god Um, you're so right like I I completely relate to you when I first discovered it um well I always I, I never felt satisfied I was always trying to be very healthy my entire life I was brought up uh, you know, being given really healthy foods. And I always was trying to be the healthiest version of myself possible, but I just never felt great. And I just, I, I felt like there, there must be something I'm doing wrong because I'm doing all the right things I think, but like, it's just not working. So when I discovered eating a higher fat, lower carb diet, like if the same thing happened to me, I was like, holy shit, like this actually works. It's insane. It's just this sense of control that you develop. It's yes, not craving food all the time, like being in control of your hunger and being in tune with your body when it's actually needing food or not, you know? Like, exactly. And just becoming like, I literally became a much more efficient human. Like I was able to put my like brain power towards other things like and oh amazing like the the 3 p.m like sugar slump like where you're just like oh my god I want to die I need a coffee or like sugar to make it through the rest of the afternoon you just like don't get that anymore like I don't think about it and that was like life-changing for me that was like whoa didn't even know that yeah it could feel this good but like Mm -hmm. What was like amazing, it's probably like a week in, I remember walking into like a room and I'd just woken up, like literally just rolled out of bed. And somebody said to me, they were like, oh my God, you are radiating this morning. Like you're glowing. And I'm just like, really? I like literally opened my eyes like three minutes ago. (laughs) And like, it just, it was just noticeable. Like it just, everything just, I don't know. It's just confidence. Like yeah. Yeah. And I think the glowing thing too, like obviously eating more fat is amazing for your skin and your hair and your nails. So it's like, yeah, the benefits, it's just insane. Yeah. And it's like, I, for me, it's not about um, the weight management. Like I've always been a semi-small person. Um, like obviously like, like I wanted muscle tone and things like that, which I got with this diet, but now it's more about the mental um, benefits of what this diet can do. And especially for somebody who does have a history of like restrictive eating or um, an obsession with food, it's like, this will just do so much for you. Like it will, yeah, it just really so empowering. It's so empowering. Exactly. Exactly. And like when I 
when I first started and I did start getting into the research side of things, like I was constantly like on YouTube and on Google and like trying to find podcasts and looking up articles and things like that. And I just couldn't find anybody that I related to. Like, look, I wasn't a middle-aged woman who'd had three kids, like needing to drop like 20 kilos. I, Mm I, I'm not, I'm not somebody who suffers with hormonal imbalance. Like I don't, um, like such as PCOS or Amaria. You have diabetes, like you're very generally healthy. I'm I'm a young, healthy, fit, active girl. And I, there was no reason for me to go on such a, what is considered a restrictive or extreme diet. But like, if I can do more with my energy levels, why wouldn't I? If I can feel this good, if I can have, if there's potential to feel this amazing all of the time, why would I want to go back? Like, why exactly? Would I- yeah. So that's, I think, why I was so drawn to you when I first found your YouTube because there was nobody else that I could find that was a young girl that wasn't fat to begin with. Like a lot of people that do keto that uh, talk about keto online, it's like they have a lot of weight to lose and they're generally a bit older. So I I just felt like I could relate so much because like you didn't really have much to lose at all or if, if anything, you know? So it was just more for like the health benefits and the mental clarity and and the more I do it, the the more that I'm obsessed with it because the more I read about it as well, like it's actually insane how many benefits it has for your body. Like it reduces inflammation everywhere, first of all, which is so important. I feel like I was always inflamed. My rosacea on my skin has like really gone down since I've been less inflamed, obviously. And it's like disease preventing, like, you know, it could cancer fight. It's insane. Like the amount of things I read about it. Um, and obviously like I'm not registered nutritionist or anything, so I can't really like say things factually, but from what I've read, this diet's cancer fighting because most cancer cells rely so heavily on glucose for their growth and metabolism that it's like, they literally will die out if they don't have that. First of all, second of all, um, you know, it like the reducing inflammation thing is massive and in your body and your brain, like if you have inflammation in your brain, you can't feel it because you don't have like many pain receptors, if if any, in your brain. So, you know, depression is even believed to be an inflammatory condition and people that change their diets to eating more of a healthy fat um, diet, they, it's shown that they've had so many less symptoms of depression. Like it's absolutely insane what this diet can do. Yeah, it's insane. And like uh, another thing that like I've learned from like the followers that I've gained is like I'll get these messages and they've they've started they've started the diet they've started this lifestyle because they'd like to lose weight and then they realize that it's actually done a lot more for them more for them than what they thought. Like yeah, they've lost a few kilos, but at the same time like. At this, like like me, like skin cleared up, like their symptoms of whatever have been relieved and like they didn't realize that they had such big issues until they actually felt the relief of the, like the symptoms disappearing. Yeah. And it's not even, like you, you said before, it's such a quote, restrictive diet. I genuinely think it is so not because it's simple. You eat like I eat more of a ketotarian type keto diet and I guess we'll get into quality um, 
now if you want. Like I, you've done videos on why quality is really important with keto. Like the more I do it, when I first started, I was eating, I was like, oh, I can eat cheese. So I was eating a ton of cheese. Like I, I was a bit more chillaxed about it, which I guess helped me initially get into that um, period of like being able to really do it and not feel restricted. Yeah. Um, but now like the more I read about it, I really like Mark Hyman's work and he's really about doing high fat, but just like really concentrating on good quality veggies and like oh. very quality proteins. It's just like, I, I think there definitely are benefits if you do like the bog standard keto diet, but there are 10 billion times more benefits if you do it mostly with plants, um, a bit of really high quality protein and just like making sure your food is coming from somewhere really good. Absolutely. And look, I, when I first started, I didn't do as much research as I should have. Um, and like, look, I've always, same as you, like brought up eating a really healthy balanced diet, um, and like a clean diet. And when I first started, I was eating like bacon and eggs in the morning. And like, I've never eaten like that in my life. Like I don't, I, and then like when I first started, I was like, okay, like awesome. I get to have bacon and eggs and I didn't even like it. And then I realized I'm like, this isn't healthy. Yes. This is like in the keto guidelines, like it's fat, but like, it's not healthy. It's not good for you. And then that's another thing with people that I was researching. It's just like, I'm going on and I'm trying to find like what I eat in a day videos and information on like which ingredients that are appropriate or not appropriate without having to like type absolutely everything into like a tracking app. And I'm just seeing like processed food and I, I don't eat like that. I've never eaten like that. And I don't see it. This diet shouldn't be seen as an excuse to eat like that. So well, technically your body gets into ketosis if you eat cheese and meat all day because it's like a state of burning fuel, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's healthy. You can do it the same way, getting into ketosis with better, healthier foods, like a ton of veg, a ton of leafy greens, you know, really high quality protein. And yeah, like not eating bacon and eggs every morning. Like that's not how you can thrive your best on it. Yeah, it's malnutrition. Like you will literally get really, really sick if you're deficient of all those vitamins and minerals that only vegetables and like carbs can give you essentially, like the healthy carbs. And if you're dropping the carbs and you're afraid of the vegetables because you think that they're high in carb, then just it's not healthy. And like my sister, so hell, she she started um, vegan keto and she dropped a lot of weight really quickly. But, oh my god! What did she? What did she drop? Like, what were her stats? And also, she's still doing it. It's like honestly, I'm asked this question so often. It's not even funny, but she's just so not like she's not for the YouTube life. So like, I just, <laughs> she was like all for it for a little bit, and then she just she was like, I don't want to do it anymore. And I'm like, oh, I've just started this, and now I've got so many people asking me. Um, oh my gosh! So she, yeah, so she is. Um, she's still doing keto. She got married in April, and then had a honeymoon and things like that so she was off it for a bit the weight came back on unfortunately but um she's back on track now and she's incorporating um she'll eat it it's more so just 
staying social. Like she tried the vegan keto thing for a while. It's a lot more effort for starters. Like you have to be really mindful of where you're getting your vitamins and minerals for, like accompanying this vegetable with that vegetable because the absorption of that vitamin will only be as effective with this other vitamin. Like it's just you have to do so much research into uh, getting as much out of the food as possible. And she, you literally can't eat out on a vegan ketogenic diet. Like I just it's so hard. You, you literally can't do it, and it's social exclusion. So she just she was like, okay, like I I've been vegan for all these years, but I'm going to introduce like a bit of fish or. Um, she is introducing fish. Good for her. Yeah, yeah. Like she'll yeah, and for for her honeymoon and things like that. Like her her boyfriends like he's real country boy, like loves his food and she's like, I'm not going to ruin his time. So she had a bit of a break, but she's she's back on track and it just goes to show like she, and same with me, like I, I, I'll have like a weekend where like I'll eat and drink whatever I want because it's just, you know, like I'm just because you feel like it. Yeah, just because I feel like it. And just on the Monday, it's like, oh my God, like I just felt so much better before. Yeah. It's like, you forget how amazing you feel. It's like, I think when I've eaten, um, kind of like a higher carb meal and I'm just like, for example, if, if I'm with Ben and once a month or something like I'll, or when I was in Italy, I had some pasta. Okay. That's a good example. I had some pasta, good Italian pasta. Don't regret it, but it literally wasn't as good as I thought it would be. And the next day I felt so shitty. Hmm. It's always so disappointing because I know that's how I felt. That's how I feel about like ice cream and like chocolate and things like that. I'm just like, your palate completely changes as well. So, like, if I have like a chocolate that's like less than 90%, it's like sickly sweet. Like, I can't have it. Like, I don't want it anymore. It's just like now the foods that I don't want to eat because I know that they're not going to make me feel good. I don't even crave. Because you feel the physical factors afterwards. Like I felt bloated and disgusting on my last day of Italy. And I actually like, I was having like constipation. Like my stomach was just fucked. And I was like, that was so not worth it. Like I feel so unhealthy and so not like the normal me. And most of the population, like, they feel like shit most of the time and they don't even realize they're feeling I like know, shit because they've right? never felt great. <laughs> feeling slow, like feeling slow, feeling heavy, feeling gross, feeling like, oh, I need to go to the gym. Oh, like, and I, another thing I do as well is I don't, like at the moment I'm having some time off training because I've just been like going hard with everything at the moment and like having a few weeks off. And I feel fine I know that like it's fine because I can totally depend on my diet to maintain like a body composition that like you know I'm confident with and it's it just frees your mind and I think that like it really I don't I don't like I I, I don't preach this upon anyone I'm not like oh like I hate carbs like you shouldn't be eating carbs like I would never I would never do that like whatever you eat you eat to make yourself feel good you eat to fuel yourself but like what I would recommend is like before talking shit on the diet, try it. And then I promise you, you won't want to go back if you have felt the benefits of being adapted. 
Yeah, it's it's really not that extreme compared to other diets. And I say diet because it's, you know, a way of eating, but it's more of a lifestyle for us. Um, yeah. It's not a quick fix. It's literally just something that it, when you really do it right, it's something that can just it, – it's long-term. And it will keep you healthy and young for so much longer. So I don't know. It's really – it's not that hard. It's simply not eating refined carbs, not eating sugar, not eating shit, like – you know, you can have, if you're doing keto, like a lot of people believe that cyclical ketosis is healthy. Um, Dave Asprey, who was the founder of Bulletproof, I read some of his stuff and he believes for women doing cyclical ketosis is like, or uh, keto being in ketosis, um, you know, three days and then two days not being in it. That's what he believes in. So I don't necessarily think, like, I don't feel great doing that. So I'm, I don't do that. But I think like if you wanted to, this diet could be so much more easy to adapt to than you think. Like I had sweet potato two days ago because it was on the menu and I kind of felt like it. So I didn't deprive myself of eating a fucking sweet potato. If I felt like it, I just did it. And, you know, I noticed afterwards that I had a bit of a spike in energy and then a bit of a crash. And I was like, Oh, that's probably because I just ate sweet potato, but no big deal. It's a, you know, a vegetable. Yeah. And, but with that, it's like, if you are adapted, you can, you have that flexibility. You can, yeah. for example, I ate like half a tub of Messina ice cream the other night with my friends, like after my row and tested the next morning and I was still in ketosis. And I was like, oh, oh that's amazing. No, I felt sick, but like I was still in ketosis. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in terms of making it a lifestyle, like it does start as a diet and it is hard to make it a lifestyle like I will admit and this is this is just from my from my experience so like I started the diet and I was in a very confined environment I was working on a super yacht um we had chefs cooking for us every day most of the food I didn't want to eat so I prepare my own stuff and I was very in control of the situation I then went home and it was a dry boat so it wasn't there was no alcohol or anything on there and my boyfriend at the time he's very into health and fitness as well so it was just easy for me to like stick to it um I came back to Australia for a month um and it was hard it was really tough like my first weekend back um we had like a festival and I I didn't want to drink I was like it's it's just stepping stepping out of it for the first time and then realizing you can do that and then go back. It's just like you don't want to undo everything that you've done, if you know what I mean? Like for like for, for some people it takes it's quite difficult to get into ketosis, so they fear falling out. But I think that's like the fine line between like making it like it, it, it can be an obsession and it can be a healthy obsession or an unhealthy obsession. And I think it's a fine line. Yeah, I, I totally, totally agree. It, it's a fine line. And with any, you know, new way of eating, sorry for this background noise, by the way, they're doing construction near my flat. <laughs> it's really unpleasant. Yeah, it's like a freaking massive machine outside. Oh, my God. Um, and this these construction workers are walking by my window this morning and I was literally getting dressed and it was so unpleasant. Oh my God. He's literally right by my window. Go away. All right. Anyway. Yeah. You know what? I, I guess it, it's 
different for everybody. For me, it was way easier to make it a lifestyle because before I was going really hardcore keto, I was generally eating a higher fat diet. I was experimenting with it already. For me, it was a bit easier because I was eating a higher fat diet to begin with. I really eased myself into doing keto after, like throughout like a really long period of time. Oh my God. I'm going to say something. Stay there. I'm saying something. Oh can you say it loudly so I can hear? Yeah. One second. Sorry, guys. I just had to tell the guy mowing the lawn outside to stop because <laughs> it was ruining the mic audio. Um, <laughs> where were we? Ruth? Where were we? <laughs> Ruth just heard me yell at him. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, okay. Into a lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. So it was way easier for me. Like, it seems like it was harder for you. And I remember in one of your videos, you said it took you like a month to get into ketosis. Like it took me two fucking days. Like I was shocked. I, it's so weird. Like, but you, you, you generally never really ate that many carbs. Right. So I'm just confused. Like, what were you doing that you think was, um, you know, inhibiting you from getting into ketosis sooner? Oh, I don't know. Like I, well, I kind of do know we were eating cause it was both Chris and I, like we both struggled. Um, we were eating like quite a bit of protein. So we think maybe that could have been it. Um, and just probably just hidden carbs, yeah. but we had, we had chefs cooking for us and we were trying our best, like, but just oils and things, like, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. And I made those videos saying, like, oh, it's so hard for me. And then, like, literally the first person I spoke to who had tried it after I told them about the diet, they're like, oh, I got in in two days. And I'm like, oh, my God, what? Like, <laughs> It's crazy. They were probably but, putting, like, secret sugars in some of the sauces or something. Yeah, and fasting makes such a difference. And I didn't start fasting until probably, like, a couple of months into doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always did the intermittent fasting with it, so maybe that's why. How much yeah, do you fast? So fasting, like, do you still fast? Yeah, I fast most days. Um, What's your window? So I I don't really, like, I probably won't eat past, like, 8.30 p.m. unless I'm, like, out. Um, and then I will try and make it to about – 12 and that's that that they're the days that I'm at it's like on my mind if you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but like most days it's just easy um but in that window I will have a coffee and I'll have like a bit of MCT oil in the coffee and that's like my pre-workout because I'll usually train in that window as well but normally normally like 14 to 16 hours And that's all you really need to do. Like you can go extreme and sometimes I just really genuinely forget to eat for like 18 hours. But I did a podcast with uh, a friend of mine, Max, and he's written books on intermittent fasting. He has a whole online coaching program about it and it's changed his life. And he said to me like, you know, 14 hours, like that's pretty good. Like your body, it takes 12 hours uh, for the benefits to start working, uh, for your body to start burning fat as fuel and to be completely empty uh, you know, to work on other parts of your body to, you know, help. So I think 14 to 16 hours is all you really need to do, right? Like, do you ever do longer? Um, I've done one 24 hour fast, but that was just unnecessary. That was because we were traveling and we just felt gross. And we were just like, let's just do one big fat cleanse. Yeah, it's good um, once in a while, I guess, to like blow out the cobwebs. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty, pretty bloody hungry, though, by the time that 24th hour was up. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I don't really like count my coffee. Put in. I don't count my coffee like as as breaking my fast because it's 100% facts. I have like a bulletproof coffee too. Oh, yeah, no, but this this 24-hour fast, I didn't even have coffee. Oh, like, shit, that's hard then. It was, yeah, it was just more more of an experience, I would say. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, with intermittent fasting, like, it's not for everybody. And if you're hungry and you just it's just not working for you, like, don't do it. But for me, I, I, my training is so much better in the morning. Like I have so much more energy. I perform better. And the minute I eat, it's just like, ugh. Yeah. Like you feel slow. It's it's mainly to facilitate my training. Yeah. I completely agree. I I once, uh, my first, do you know Barry's Boot Camp? Do they have that in Australia? Oh my God. They literally just got one in Sydney. Oh my God. Okay. So my first time ever doing it. I had eaten an hour and a half before and it was a small meal and I went and I was doing berries and I was like, oh my God, I feel so fucking gross and heavy and my stomach is killing me and it's cramping and I'm in the middle of doing sprints on the treadmill and I went to the bathroom and threw up and (laughs) that was my my first berries boot camp experience. Then the next day I went again and I was like, okay, I'm not going to eat beforehand and I felt so much better and so much more energized and just like clearer. I just think we've been primed to think that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Like you need it. And it's like, you don't need anything. Like what you need to do is you need to listen to your body. You eat when you're hungry. Like if you're full, you're full. Like I, I'm, yeah, like I just, and mistaking hunger for like, it's, it's boredom in most cases as well. It's like just waking up and you're like, okay, like it's time for me to eat when it's not. Like your body's not ready for that food. And then it just sets you up for the day. Like My mood also, by the way, um, a few days ago, I ate at like 10 a.m. And I usually eat around 1 or 12. Um, I ate at 10 because I kind of felt hungry. And I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to my body. And I did. And that was fine. And whatever. Um, but I probably was dehydrated because I hadn't drank much water that morning. So that was probably what that feeling was. So I ended up eating. I had what I have. I had like some scrambled organic eggs and some halloumi and some sauteed mushrooms. Okay. I had that. And I literally for the rest of the day felt like shit. And I don't know. I, I really, I don't know why, because it's only a few hours off of my normal eating window. And I was listening to my body, but I just felt really like, like mind my mind wasn't clear I just kind of felt yeah yeah so yeah yeah, it makes me feel way better if I just fast but again guys by the way sorry to interrupt you but really quickly we're not saying fast and stop eating as many calories and skipping meals we're saying just shorten your time window when you eat eat as many calories as you normally would but just in a certain window of time yeah and this is this is like scientifically proven to give so many benefits for the human body and like the human mind. And I was slammed in the media like last weekend for promoting a starvation diet is what they called it. And they didn't use the term intermittent fasting once. Um, and I just think the, the issue with such a controversial topic such as intermittent fasting and the ketogenic diet is there's just not enough research and evidence out there. Like there's not enough to back up what we're doing and like all we can really do now is 
I can literally just speak from experience. Yeah. And like by speaking, by speaking to you, it's like somebody else can feel the same benefits as me. And it's like, yeah, there's just not enough research and evidence to kind of prove that this is actually a thing. You know, I, okay. I really think that the reason people see keto as such a negative thing is because of the standard ketogenic diet that a lot of Americans promote. And that is eating processed meat and like a ton of bacon, a ton of like um, salami and stuff, any kind of dairy, and then just low carb and not that many vegetables. Like I think that's what the general uh, thing is. And it's kind of like, you know, uh, the Atkins diet's sister, you know, this is like a very similar diet. And there's, there's a way to do it right. And it's not by doing that. I would really highly recommend reading Ketotarian. It's a book by Dr. Will Cole. It is so informative and it really just brings together plant-based diets and keto diets and brings out both, like it brings together both of their benefits into one diet. So I've just read it and it essentially just says, take all of the yummy veggies you eat from doing plant-based, eat a as many vegetables as you can, basically, and then tie that in with a higher fat, whole food, healthy diet with minimal organic, wild, grass-fed, or organic, high-quality proteins. And it's super simple, and he just simplifies it in a way that just makes sense. It just makes sense. And it's knowing which fats are the good fats. Like, there are good fats and there are bad fats. And the good fats are like what omega omega three rich foods. Like you've got your nuts, you've got your avocado, you've got your olive oil, and coconut oil, salmon. Like they just you want it. You want to you want to get your fat from sources that are actually bringing more to the party than just calories and fat. So if they can bring micronutrients in any way at all then you want to bring you want to introduce more of those like you want to get most of your calories if you are tracking from those sources Ruth like are you still eating a mostly plant-based ish keto diet like how often and like what are you eating as your protein and your meat 100% so like I so I my main protein will be I eat a lot of salmon a lot of salmon and a lot of fish um, and I do try and go as plant-based as possible. I'll eat like a bit of tofu, but tofu doesn't always sit well with me. Um, and eating out, for example, like steak, that's just really easy. And like, I, ju- I just make sure like the meat, the meat that I do eat is ethically sourced and it's good quality. Um, but like for me, a big bowl of vegetables. A lot of people don't also understand um, the calculation of net carbs rather than total carbs. And so they just see like a big bowl of vegetables as like a bowl of carbs and that's all their carbs for the day. But like you have to remember to subtract the fiber. (laughs) If you're just starting out keto, I think maybe, you know, not counting carbs from cruciferous veg and low carb vegetables to begin with. Like I don't really count, like I'm not super picky. Um, 
you know, when I measure out what veggies I'm eating, if I am tracking that day, because if I know they're a lower carb veg, like I'm not too crazy about that. So like, I don't know if, if you feel like you don't know what to eat or you're not eating enough, like just eat more vegetables. You can't really go wrong with that. You know what I mean? Food is literally medicine. The food you eat can either, you know, support diseases or prevent them. Like it's, it's crazy. Food is the biggest way that you can take control over your health. It's not like a lot of things are hereditary. Don't get me wrong for sure. But you can really, you know, make sure you don't get a lot of shit if you eat healthy. And I think that's with my transition from um, being a nurse, which I'm, I'm still, I'm still nursing, but less and less, um, making the transition from being a registered nurse to a nutritionist. It's like, for me, it's like, I, I don't want to, I don't really want to be in the treatment side of things anymore. I want to be in more of the prevention side of things. Like I want to get to people before they do the, before the damage is done. Yeah, that's great. Why, why would somebody just be like, oh, when it happens, I'll deal with it. It's like, dude, prevent that shit, prevent all these diseases that are actually preventable by changing your diet. It's insane. It's crazy. Drive the longevity. Like that's, that's, that's the most important thing for me. And it's like, if I can increase, increase my chances of living a long, healthy life, then absolutely I'm going to do it. And it's just, it's just easy. Like it's, and that's, it just comes back to making it a lifestyle choice. Like it is just uh, living this healthy lifestyle just becomes easy. Totally agreed. All right, Ruth, that was like amazing and so informative. So you guys, this episode has been pretty long. So we're going to do a part two of some quick fire questions all about keto for Ruth. So go check out the next episode.